Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I am your host, Sister Jones. And I am Mrs. Jones. All right, team. Because we do this unedited, uncut, and unraw. Yes, we do. We do. So, uh, this week's episode, we're going over uh, the new movies, the, the, the new movies that came out this last couple of months. Uh, we're going over... The movie uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Black Adam. Uh, we've seen these movies. We've been in the movie theaters quite a lot recently, uh, supporting these very fine uh, black and excellent films. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I just, <clears throat> every now and then it just comes up out of yeah, she she's still fired up over, <laughs> over Wakanda forever, and, and so am I. Um, the last topic we're going to talk about: my wife had a take on Kyrie on the on a lost episode of the Jones on the Ground that you would never hear because my phone deleted it. But I was speaking truth, and his phone was a hater. So uh, so she was speaking truth, and now I'm going to give her her credit. She was right, uh, and I'm going to talk about why. She was right on the whole Kyrie, uh, Kanye, uh, NBA suspension situation. But first, we want to talk about um, Wakanda uh, Forever broke every box office record that could be broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they did the thing. Angela Bassett is my new hero. She acted her. She she acted her whole. I, I, like I said, this is, this is Oscar worthy for me, man. I'm like, she did a, she did a phenomenal. Sorry about our, our music keep wanting to creep up. Like, I'm hurt, but uh, <laughs> um, she acted her butt off, and she did a wonderful job, and she was very believable. Um, she conducted herself. You could tell she was conducting herself as a leader. Um. And she was no nonsense. She was like, look, get it done. So-and-so, whatever. Um, I'm trying not to give any spoilers because I know the the movie is still fresh. And um, even though we just went... Y'all had two weeks. Even though we didn't... (laughs) No, I say give it, give it up. We just went and saw it again. And it was practically sold out just like... You know, it was sold out the second the, week the, we went the to go see. <laughs> so yeah, this is definitely um, she definitely you know showed a lot of character and leadership in this movie. Look at the actress that played Princess Shuri. Yeah, yeah, she she did very well. I will say that um, the the biggest. Uh, the biggest thing, the start of this movie was probably the most emotional for me. The start and the end um, were emotional for me, but mainly the beginning. Um, and, it, and it's so crazy because it's hard for you to think of Chadwick Boseman and separate him from the Black Panther. It was almost like Black Panther was was meant for him. Like that role was meant for him. And it's like it's hard to separate the two, but the um, at the very beginning, um, the tribute that they did, not only for the Black Panther, um, but him. for him, it was just, it was heartfelt, it was emotional, I was all teary-eyed, um, 
and it was just really good. I I won't. I will say this because this is unpopular to probably what a lot of people are, would say. I do feel that the first one was better, um, only because of, of course it had Chadwick, and I just the connection, the initial excitement of it, the. Killmonger, you know, that, all of it, I just really, 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 it doesn't beat the first one. Um, but when I say it comes extremely close, it really does. And there were so many moments in the movie where it was just, there were surprises, there were, um, you know, even Michael B. Jordan making his appearance. I will say that. Are uh, you spoiling the movie? Well, you said it's, you know, it's yeah. been two weeks, but I will say that um, it was it was exciting. I mean, this movie definitely was exciting, and um, so if you are interested in as to you know, is it good? Does it beat the first one? My take: it does not beat the first one, but it is darn near close to the first one, and it's a very enjoyable movie. I would go see it. Um, and yeah, that's all I got on it. Yeah, shout out to once again them putting together a really good cast, cast of uh, characters, cast of actors to play these parts. Shout out to Lupita Nyong'o, um, who is, you know, kind of chronicling her training that she had to do for this movie. Um, I say watching this woman on the hills of watching Woman King is you know you know there's there are a lot of things that we as black men can take from watching movies like these that black women are very strong and they come from a very strong background there's no weakness that is found in your dna when it comes to this stuff and when i when i say the door the door melaje they're not playing <laughs> they're not they're not playing when they pull up and I'm going to say this, the villains in here wasn't playing either. They pulled up on you and they, they man, yeah, they make was, you kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean. Why are these people jumping off the boat? Everybody was, everybody was pretty dope in their own way and cutthroat. Um, I mean, and then the way that everybody kind of grew and it kind of, there's a lot of tragedy in this movie. Yeah. There is some uh, a, 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 a stark amount of violence, and then there's also the, you know, the thought process of what if America was the only country in the world that had vibranium? What would they have done with it? Mm -hmm. And the issue that you have with it is, yeah, well, you have one country that hid itself from the rest of the world and sheltered itself with its technology. You already know if any Western nation would have had this, it would have been a problem. Yeah. So, you know, those are questions that are all hanging the balance when you're watching this movie. And, and kind of how Wakanda is still dealing with, you know, you're dealing with a power struggle. Who wants to control stuff? Who wants to run stuff within the country? And then you have an enemy from outside the country that's right. like, oh, y'all thought y'all was the only ones that had vibranium. Wrong, wrong, right. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but don't let them know we got it. 
Right, right. You know. Don't tell nobody. So it's a lot of parts in the movie where you're kind of like, what? You know, and so it's a. It, there are some twists and turns. I will say, you know, I really, uh, I really like the role of Umbaku in this this uh, movie because it showed a different side of him than the first one where he was just this, you he's know, contrarian, <laughs> just contrary, we very, will not have it. you know, you know, nonchalant about everybody else. But in here, you could tell that he really took to Shuri um, in, in a way that I, you haven't seen him take to anybody. It, yeah. he's, you could tell he had more um, understanding of where she was, what she was going through. And then also at the same time, from the first movie, you could tell that they began to build a closer relationship, yeah. especially with the mother, when all they had at the end of the movie was M'Baku. Now, the, you know, the funny thing is, Baku was still in here talking that trash. Still talking trash, yeah. <laughs> you show your face around yeah. here. Still talking trash, yeah. You let a fish man beat you? <laughs> <laughs> you got beat up by a mermaid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, until that mermaid laid his hands on him. But anyway, so go out and see Black Panther. We don't want to spoil so much of the movie. Like I said, it is, it is uh, relatively fresh. And yeah, you know, five hundred million strong. They out here getting, they getting it in. And one of these movies, man. When I sit here and say, just looking at all the work that went in and all the actors and actresses that you know played their part, it's just an awesome experience. And now I want to go back and watch every movie the Panther was in. Uh, starting with Civil War, just to see my man in action, see right. Chadwick Boseman doing his thing. So I'm just happy to, you know, experience this. Um, the next movie on the line was uh, before well, Black actually, Panther. Before Black Panther, I thought we were gonna go into that first, and that was Black Adam. Black Adam. So um, I'm gonna say this for a DC movie, because I'm not really hot on DC movies. This was a good movie. The Rock did his thing. This was his. Yeah. Um, he was the executive producer here. So he had a lot of say in the cast. He was the one saying bring Superman back. And um, while the movie did have a few parts in it where I was like, I could have did without the kid trying to start fights with the gang and stuff like that. Or, yeah, they could have they got rid of that lady's kid. They could have got rid of that little, that little old... I, I blow wind and then I, I stir up uh, cyclone wind fires and stuff, whatever. And they could have got rid of her and Smasher, you know, <laughs> Adam Smasher, because I mean, because they really didn't. To me, they didn't really serve much of a purpose. They but were, now Cyclone was in there doing her thing a little bit, being pretty. I mean, but now, she kept trying. She was doing little twirls and. You saw these bright colors and stuff Tell like she, her, her hair went like natural. She was, you know, yeah. Her pro out. But now I will say my man Smasher was getting knocked out left and right. Every time somebody show up, man, the rock knocked them out. Get your big butt off me. It did. Yeah. <laughs> then when the the, the the evil dude at the end came in, he made an example out of dude too. Blam, get off me, bruh. 
Yeah, I will say for me, um, I I also am not big on DC. I have never really been big on DC. Um, I mean, I will say movie wise, um, comic book wise, I was on it <laughs> when I was younger. Um, and but outside of Snyder's cut, which was probably out of DC, my favorite. I think the Snyder's cut, while it was Just very long, it was very long, um, but it was it was good. Um, outside of that, my next best favorite movie, DC, will would have to be this. I mean, I I, I really enjoyed it, I, and I'm shocked because you know you you get so used to seeing The Rock do a specific type of character or comedy and you think oh okay cause he's this bigger guy he's gonna be typical it was quite not typical he, for him he was still being the rock though he was at certain parts but <laughs> he kinda had some fierceness to him he, he wasn't he was being the rock but I'll say this about it though shout out to my man playing Hawkman and shout out to Dr. Fate Dr. Fate to me made this movie Dr. Fate was Doctor Fate, that was he was. He know, was the business of classically this movie. trained English actor, and when I sit here and yeah. say he, I would say this is the one Doctor Fate. Which I was calling him bootleg Doctor Strange. I'm gonna put some respect on that dude's name. Doctor Fate is one of these type of people, or one of those type of dudes where he knows the future. Uh, his character design is awesome, um, and then his power and stuff. Wow, it wasn't over over the top. He was in there putting in work. And this the fact that he's trying to tell Hawkman, like, man, we can't do it your way all the time. Right. And he essentially was trying to save Hawkman's life. Hawkman on the other side, Hawkman He was is, stubborn. He's stubborn. He he don't see past his own way. But of he things. put the work in. He thinks he, he has a he has a major ego problem. Which for me, I think he was more hard-headed than he needed to be. I think I think a lot of the issue that they ended up having, a lot of it was around how he was handling things. Like, yeah. I think he caused a lot more ruckus than need, than needed to go down. But at the same time, you know, was he still a good, solid character? Of course, yeah, he was. Man, Hawkman put this work in, and then. The fact that he, the ship was made out of that metal and his house was laid out the way it was. Yeah, he was and right. the fact that my man was, he did not back down from nobody. If he's like, all right, they're going to kill you. Well, they're going to kill me, bro, because we finna fight. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even he was stepping to the rock, even when the rock was having his way with him, man. He was still like, look, we're going to stop killing people. The rock was like, no, I'm not. But and Hawkman would go get this work to try to stop. Every single time, yeah, every single time. But I, I really, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I was shocked that I was going to enjoy the movie as much as I did, because before, you know, we had friends that were saying, "Hey, come on, let's go," and they were on us for like a whole two weeks or a whole so, two three weeks, telling us, "Come on, we gonna do this. We and going, we, were we not going. planning to come." See and we were not, not at all. So we ended up uh, hanging out with them and. Um, another couple of uh, friends of ours and 
I mean, it was really, really good. It was a really good movie. I was so surprised. Oh, the ending. The ending. I don't, now, now that makes me literally super excited for whatever DC is going to do as far as the sequel, because just for the major fact that, you know, at the end, they're like, the lady comes up on there and she's like, she's like, you know what? Um, Black Adam, you know, now this is your prison. So we're, we're not going to lock you back up again, but you can't leave this country, the country that you're in. And if you get found anywhere outside of this country, we got people. And she basically, she was like, we got people that are not from this planet that, you know. Yeah, because the line was, no one on earth can stop me. And she said, I can call in favors of people who are not from this planet. Right. And he said, send them. He was like, send them. <laughs> and almost instantly, here comes Superman. Talking about something. <laughs> we need to talk. Hey, we need to talk. When I say it was so good, like, it it has, it has uh, literally dropped so much anticipation in, in everybody's head. At the end, everybody was like, oh, oh. You know, so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that. I really hope they have the right producers to make that, uh, you know, whatever that movie's going to look like or be, to make it the best that it can be. I really hope so about that. Um, moving on from Black Adam, I will say that there are other uh, movies, before we go into our, our last topic, there are other movies coming out soon. There's Ant-Man that's coming out. Um, there's uh, Creed coming out again. There's also um, uh, Avatar that our our son yeah, is actually yeah, really, really uh, uh, driven to see. I, I didn't really want to... I wasn't that interested in it, but he's really wanting to see it. So there's so many movies that are coming out that I really think over the next couple months there's definitely some must-sees. So, um, you know, if you got time to hang out with friends, family, go on date nights, you know, with your loved one or whatever, take the time, go out, see some of these great movies. Um, and a lot of it, I'm, I got to say, a lot of the movies that have come out lately have definitely been um, representing uh, our, 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 our African-American black brothers and sisters and I'm very proud yeah. of these box office movies that have done phenomenally. I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of even our our brown brothers and sisters because uh, yeah. Black Adam wasn't primarily um, you know black people. It was those from the Middle East. Yeah. So I, I just you know I'm very proud of the movies that are coming out. I'm happy to see the, the producers yeah. that are doing these movies. You know, I'm seeing, you know, a lot of people emerge. So that's black excellence all over it. So I'm black very happy about that. And then Latina, Latin, Latina X excellence yeah. in the yeah. Black Panther. Right, right. Uh, so I'm, I was very happy to see that. All right, our last topic. Um, so Kyrie played his first game back on... I think it was Saturday in the Nets, and I didn't really look into it, and this is not a sports topic, because now we're going to get into the crux of what this podcast is about. We are a married black couple. We do have, we are Christians. We do believe in um, God, Jesus, 
Um, I don't want to, you know, we don't have to go to, because I'm not ashamed to say, hey, man, we are full out Christians. We attend an apostolic church. Amen. And, you know, we're going to ride hard on that. And right. while I don't agree with hate in any form or Whatsoever. saying, hey, these people are better than these people or anything of that nature, I was thinking about the NBA suspension of Kyrie Irving. And uh, my wife said something about it. You said that, hey, that man should have just apologized and came back and started playing. Because at the end of the day, while my man Kyrie Irving does have a platform and people do try to follow things that he said and everything else, the new development happened when Dave Chappelle went on uh, Saturday Night Live. Right. In my opinion, he gave one of the better monologues they had him on there for a particular reason, and Dave Chappelle said some things that some people took offense to. Even though, in my opinion, Dave Chappelle was doing a very good job of educating very good job. Uh, young black actors and comedians about things they should and should not be doing. But yet, they took some stuff that Dave said, and I think they took it out of context where he, you know, it's basically saying the Jews and the Holocaust and the things of that nature can't be compared to some of the suffering that is going on to black people. Now, once again, I'm not here to debate that because once again, we we know the Jew we know Jewish people have had a long history of being persecuted and it goes throughout the annals of time. We read the Bible and we believe that the Jews are God's people. Yeah. And you know, so I don't want to put my mouth on them per at all, period. But the fact that they wanted Kyrie to do all these things to get back on the floor, and I think about the fact that all these people wanted to cancel him along with Dave Chappelle for just the very mention of certain of the things or whatever that he's not taking culture seriously and everything. I just think about. I know, cause I'm, cause I'm, I'm giving I'm you. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna give you your flowers. I'm giving you the floor right now because I have comments. Right. When they had a whole rally outside the White House on January 6th, and all these people said whatever they wanted to say and riled these people up to go storm the Capitol, which one of those people did we cancel? Did we take any one of those people out of Congress? Did we uh, lock down any one of these other people? Only one of those people is going to jail. Only one of them. Everybody else is out breathing free air. When we look at when we look at some of the rhetoric and some of the hate speech that's going on in some of these political rallies this last election, how many of those people said anti-Jewish, anti-black, anti-women stuff? And they are going they got elected off of it. Oh. And not one of them. Take me in. <laughs> not one of them got canceled. So, go ahead. Okay, thank you. So, here's what I was saying all along. So, first of all, let's go to Kyrie. He makes this post about this movie. All he does, he posts the movie. He doesn't say anything in the post. He posts the movie, though. So, people that may have seen the movie or knew a little bit about the movie um, felt some kind of way, you know, about that. So we know how that kind of spilled over and, and what happened from there. My biggest thing is exactly what you were just saying. You know, if someone does something wrong and they make a mistake or they do something that, 
you know, in their mind may have not been racist or anti-Semitic. Uh, you know, in their mind, it, they were just probably just sending out knowledge, maybe, or, you know, posting some, hey, look into this. You know, which at the end of the day, you know, people have the right to look into different things, to read certain books, you know, to read certain memoirs and, and, and learn about stuff. You have every right to do that. If that if you didn't, then why would we have libraries? Why would we have these these book these history movies and things? So um so here's the thing. Y'all could have said to him, you know what? People felt some kind of way about this. We want you to pay because we want to make sure that we conduct ourselves in this in this you know industry a certain way. We're gonna have you pay a fine, and we want you to just issue an apology. I would have understood it. You even could have said, you know what, well, we may have you sit out a game or two. I could even understand that. But the list of things that they told this guy that he needed to do, meaning one of them being he had to meet with the um, Jewish caucus of leaders and issue an apology before all of them, all of this extra stuff that they were asking him to do, completely unnecessary. So the the theories that people have that these 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 skepticisms behind oh there's a, another hand at play, it makes sense why people feel that way because what you are requiring from this man is is literally you're you're trying to def, you know deface him, defame him, all of that. You're trying to literally tear him down in front of the world because of uh, what what others were offended by. And I'm not here to say whether he was, you know, that, that he did anything right. I'm not defending him. Um, but at the same time, let's look at history here. Let's look at Trump. Let's look at all of these people that have literally, you know, talked about women, you know, that were a part of uh, Me Too movements and all of these different situations. Let's talk about African-American black men and women, period. These black men and women that were either killed or they were uh, racially profiled for no reason and all of these situations that have gone on on the hands of rich people, people in high positions doing this to, to these people. And guess what? Did they have to meet with the Black uh, Lives Matter Committee or the Black uh, Caucus to, to, to apologize? No, but this they didn't. But I, and, I, and the reason I'm, I'm drilling this is the fact that, you know, there is there are levels to... Uh, getting someone to understand that they did something wrong, a consequence. There are levels to consequences. What what we often find when consequences are then dished out to African Americans, black men and women in these high positions, the consequences seem way more extensive than the counterparts, and it's it, it's not right and. I've been saying this all along. I understand if he did something wrong. Yes, man, apologize.
pay that fine, sit out that game. But this whole, oh, you got to meet with this person and then meet with this person and meet with this caucus and that caucus and you have to issue the whole, a statement to this whole United Nations or whatever it is kind of stuff you are doing. It's unnecessary. It's not right. And personally, I feel like, you know, they are setting out to literally make it. It's just like back in, in slavery how they would do when they would try to make an example of you, they would they would put you out up there in front of everybody. You know, it was always a scene. They had to make a big scene of you being um, torn down in front of everybody so they could laugh and they could be like, yeah, look at this, look, look at this, you know, black guy. Look at him. Look at him now. He's not talking that now. I don't like that. Well, I'm not going to take it all the way there, oh, but I'm I am going to say this. That when all these black players and a few white players were kneeling during the national anthem, and I'm not just talking in the NFL, I'm talking about in high school and college, these kids were kicked out of school for kneeling during the national anthem. There were people that were getting fired or they were calling us the N-word and monkeys and the live mics for women doing it during a high school basketball game. Because these people wanted these girls to shut up and play basketball. Uh, Fox News. Woman got into a, a hot water. She didn't lose her job. She didn't get canceled for telling LeBron essentially to shut up and play basketball. That they didn't care about him politically. We went four years where a president literally said whatever he wanted to say and did whatever he wanted to did. And very seldom did you hear an apology come out this man's mouth including when he tried to essentially steal an election. Right. So y'all want this man to, you know, talk with all these people and sit down with the stuff. But then where was the NFL when these players were suffering, when, when these people, when these people were being killed by the police in the street? Where were these people when we wanted to protest uh, social injustice and no one gave a care about social injustice as long as these games continue? Now, as far as the Kyrie situation, and this is just me being honest, I don't know Kyrie Irving, and as far as some of the other stuff that he's done, I'm not a big fan of his. So him sitting out games and him mulling retirement and all that other stuff, hey, it don't make me none because if he never play a game of basketball again, I recognize him for what he is. Yeah. While he yeah. was a really good basketball player, yeah. you he's not going to just shut up and play basketball. And he shouldn't have to shut up and play basketball. He is a human being first and a and a basketball player second. And 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 Dave Chappelle in his monologue said it so very well. It is getting tiring that now you can't even talk. People can't speak. They can't have an opinion. You know, you you're not just a ball player. You you're not subject just to the game. You have thoughts, you have, whether we think they're smart thoughts or dumb thoughts, you have thoughts, you are able to talk. People should be able to, you know, again, you know, there are, there are people that are voicing their free freedom of speech, but what we know is, or what it's boiling down to is that free speech isn't free. No, <laughs> it's not. You're going to pay... If you if you talk loose mouth, you're gonna pay for it. And that's the that's the issue that Dave Chappelle is saying. If these 
companies like Adidas and Nike give you money and then they suspend your contract and that's that's because you took the money from them. Not every deal is worth it. If you gotta go against your beliefs, and I'm not sitting here riding for Hebrew, uh, black Hebrew theology or nothing like that, I'm not. I'm gonna just say that right now, I'm not doing that. Because uh, at the end of the day, like I said, if they suspended Kyrie indefinitely, I wouldn't have cared. What I care about is them telling that man to shut up. Right. That is a grown man. He can say whatever he want to say. Right. And if he if it costs them playing basketball, hey, it, so it. it costs Callan Compton playing football when he was kneeling and stood up for that. It, and, and the league got sued for millions and millions of dollars because of it. You have the freedom of speech. The same way that people want to have the right to get these guns. The same way that people have these, they, they was doing all these stump speeches and saying what they was going to do and that they were going to stop black people from voting. All this stuff that they were saying on the, on the campaign trail. And half these people wound up being elected into the House of Representatives. Half these people won uh, gubernatorial races and stuff like that off the back of being a racist. Yeah. And not one of these people who happened to be white didn't nobody cancel them. So I don't want to hear it. If if somebody can go and work, if somebody can go and write laws that affect how much your kids get in food stamps or it affects who gets Medicare and who doesn't, it affects who gets on Medicaid, who gets access to programs and stuff like that. These people are going into the halls of, of, of Congress and in the halls of these state legislatures well, they can essentially rewrite the rule book on how we live, yeah. and they being super racist and homophobic, and nobody's canceling them. Nope. They're getting their constituents are putting them right back in the seats because until somebody black does this, they gotta walk a tightrope to get their jobs or to get their money. And I know Dave Chappelle ain't worried about somebody saying that he was anti-Jewish because we all know that he's not. The people who really know Dave Chappelle, who he is and everything else, that is a comedian that gets paid for telling jokes. And and even with getting paid for telling jokes, anybody that knows Dave Chappelle knows that, number one, he, he, thought, he out here telling the truth. Number one, he's out here telling the truth from a, a humorous perspective. And the truth of the matter is, is you know, it's okay and Never mind. I ain't gonna even say what I was gonna say because I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be on that parade, and it can go down a, a whole rabbit hole. But at the same time, I'm just saying, like, he. I appreciate the fact that he has an ability to smile through a world that is. It is so. It has. It has a double standard. We are living in a world that has this double standard, and it, and this. This world that is is not equal, and it, there is no justice. There's, you know, everything is twisted, and it's it's a beautiful thing when you can find someone that can still extract joy or some type of laughter out of situations that literally can hinder you as a person. But with that being the case, I just, you know, like so many others, you know. Um, Shannon Sharp, um, uh, Shaq, 
a lot of people that I've heard lately talking about this very situation, you know, they all are saying the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's a double too standard. Much. It it's is too, a double you're standard. Doing, they're doing the most. They're asking the most. And don't get me wrong, it is never okay, you know, to make light of a situation like the Holocaust. It's not. It, it's, it's not okay to do that. But at the same time, we're living in a culture where every day it is made light of the just how bad and how vile um, uh, slavery was. But every day it's a, it, it's swept under the, the, the rug. It is it is it, it, some of the history hasn't even been told. There are literally things that still have not been told. So the thing is, is while we're not comparing, I'm saying that racism on any turf is wrong. But if it's wrong, then we need to make sure that we're doing this. We're treating it the same in every situation. We're not treating one situation as if it's more dire or more serious than others. There are people, I have ancestors, I have an aunt, my, my mother and my aunt and my cousin, my mom's cousin took us downtown St. Louis to the, the, the courthouse where I found out for the first time that my great, great, great grandmother was hung on the stairs of, of the courthouse. I never knew this information. I never knew this about my heritage. So what I'm saying is, is racism and uh, all of that, it, it's wrong. You don't want to support it. And if he, if Kyrie or anybody is out here and they are, are racially profiling a, a, a people or whatever, it's wrong. But let's make sure that we're handling this the same way we would if it was any other race, if it was any other group of people that experienced tyranny and 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 slaughter as the the Jews experienced through the Holocaust. No, but I'm just going to say this. There are a lot of people from different faiths, different backgrounds, and I work with a lot of people who, you know, they operate in ministry. It may not be the same as what we operate at. It may not be the same form of Christianity or you know, and, and like I said, I have Jewish people I work with, and I, you know, once again, I work with Medicare, so I work with everybody. Keep that same energy on canceling folks when we go into this 2024 election cycle. Be you. I'm doing this because it's not, I'm, I want to talk about this because it's not popular to talk about it. It's not popular to be quote-unquote black and have a platform even if it is not a really big one but to have a platform and talk about these subjects but a lot of the times and, and this even goes into our relationship topics and everything else sometimes we don't bring this stuff up because it's really toxic for us to really talk about relationships or yeah. it's really talk of, uh, toxic for us to talk about uh, racism and stuff because it triggers us and it triggers bad memories of things that we went through dealing with those situations. Right. But then what we learn from our listeners and things of that nature is that they like listening to us because we give a perspective that ain't, you know, that a lot of people may not have. 
And while to me, I think that we give a normal perspective or a loving perspective from a black couple that loves each other and want to see us do well, I think that, you know, I think that our take on things is relatively, is a relatively normal one. But some people, they they call us up and they, you know, tell us, man, I love your take on this or I love what you guys said about this. And, you know, while we don't do it on YouTube like we used to, it's just at a point of sometimes you have to use your platform and your voice to say it. And if only one or two people hear it, at least you put your energy into something to say, hey, we live in a double standard. Yeah. And while life ain't fair, God is good all the time. All the time. So just be you. Say what you feel. Um, learn the truth. Take the time out and learn the truth. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is sometimes you get caught in that. I, I'm glad you pointed that out. Sometimes you can get caught in that, um, what I call that 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 circle of <laughs> untruths. That situation you was in the other day. <laughs> you get caught in a circle of like untruths. You and get what lost I mean, in the comment section. It, right. I, I did. Oh man, I don't even want to talk about that. But um, sometimes you get caught in a circle of untruths. So find out what 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 is it what's really going on. Find out. Don't just like go with it just to go. You hear it, you then just go with it. You know, take some time and find out. Like if you're a history buff, take some time and actually learn the history. You know, don't don't be so quick to put something out there and say I support it, and you haven't taken the time to even learn the history. Yeah. Like for instance, a lot of people don't even know that Adidas was. Who, who founded the company of Adidas? It says the Nazis founded it. Right. Nazi Germany. Right. There are a lot of people that never knew that, you know? And, and they're, you know, so you got people that are fighting for different things, and they haven't even done the history to see where this came from. Where did this company come from? Yeah, How did this, then, what are their belief systems? What's this? What's that? And then, once again, just because somebody famous says something doesn't make it true. You know, we, you know... The former president was telling people to drink bleach to get rid of COVID. Yeah, so, so for real, drink cleaning solution or whatever. And, and people would have really lost their lives. The people that lost their lives doing what this man suggested, we'll never know because they, once again, they don't want to put no blame on this dude. And then they're not here with us anymore. So, And, and then on uh-huh. top, and, and so my whole thing is while we know what the situation is with accountability when it comes to certain stuff, but once again, just because somebody says something, if your friend's jumping off a bridge or if you see somebody wearing three $500 Gucci shoes, don't mean you got to go rob somebody to go get some. Uh, be your own person. Uh, learn to operate in love. Uh, learn to operate in understanding. And just because somebody doesn't agree with you don't mean that, you know... You ain't got to agree with everybody. You can disagree with people and keep scrolling. You ain't got to respond to everything you don't agree with. You ain't got to do... Because I'm going to tell y'all this, because I know we got to wrap this this up, but I'm going to tell y'all, I was on TikTok and I saw a whole message. So, you know, you see those those videos where, um, you know, the people say, okay, how God made my wife. 
and they pour a cup of of uh, kindness, and then they pour a cup uh, of meanness and stuff. So somebody made a comment about a video because they said um, uh, how God made dark skinned women, and the guy put he he when he he said violent, and he poured a whole bucket violence, full man. of violence. And it was it was humorous. I'm a dark skinned woman, so it was humorous to me. Like <laughs> that's funny, you know. Now at the end of the day, I know it's not true. I know that dark skinned women, while we are give, we do have a we're given a bad rep. You know, I I know that this particular person was being humorous. He was not meaning to be malicious or uh, rude in any particular way to any one person. But here we go. We have somebody, and I'm just going to keep it general. We had a person that got on here and decided to go in on this guy and say, you know what, you know, I I have a wife, and she's dark-skinned, and, you know, this is, who do you think you are saying all of this? And, you know, I literally, because it, it irked me so much, I literally was like, it had to be like 20 minutes I was sitting there about to write like the the biggest comment to this dude because he was stupid. It was like, stop that. Why do we do that? And then it was like, I'm going to be honest because it was, it was not me because I was ready to post that thing. God was literally like, stop it. Close the phone. And I literally just stopped and I said, and my husband's like, what did, did you post? I'm like, actually, you know what? I just deleted it because it was unnecessary. Be mindful. Like, be careful. Don't let yourself get riled up by foolishness. Because sometimes you could just in passing see something and and it can literally ruffle your feathers like this thing did to me. Put the phone down. Put the phone down. Go to sleep. <laughs> like to a nice song. <laughs> let, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be a TikTok event. Think, think happy thoughts. <laughs> and see, the thing is, the dude was being a TikTok Avenger. Like, he, he was he was doing the most. Are you going to learn about coming at my fine black he, queens today? He was doing the most. I mean, he was really overreacting everything. Yeah, so, because everything, you know, because people post when they got cheated on and how they got cheated on and they they, they post and they struggle on their TikToks when everybody else making jokes and so some people take it too serious. I mean, it's, swipe up on that app. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go watch you some comedy specials. Turn your TV on. Turn your phone off. Put a, put some headphones in. Go jump in the bathtub and wow, you know, relax a minute. Yeah, chill yourself. Just chill out. Man. You know, and sometimes you have to do it. And I'm learning, like I, I have to do it every now and then. I have to put myself in check and say, "Girl, this ain't got nothing to do with you. This has nothing to do with it. it people are gonna be people. People are gonna do what they do, which is they're gonna be the people that they are. So let it go. So. Anyway, we say all this again. Uh, he wanted to make sure that he pointed out the fact that I was right when when it came to this Kyrie Irving thing. You're right. It's a and double I, standard. It was a double standard, and I, I, you know, I pray for him. I pray for the people that put the 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 strenuous uh, uh, list of things he had to do to be able to play again. Pray for the people I'm that praying were for the people that were affected or felt offended. I'm praying for them. 
But I'm also praying for people that feel like they are losing their voice because anything they say could be used against them in the court of law. Yeah, but these people have made all money. But once again, don't come out here being super racist and all that stuff. I'm just saying, don't don't come out here with that hate. Yeah, just you know. You know. But peace and love to everyone. Thanks everyone love for you listening. Guys. A new episode of Chief Gear will be dropping soon. We got the Coral Triton up, y'all. They've been asking for it. I put it on there. <laughs> I'm putting it on there as we speak. And uh, just once again, thank everyone for supporting. We got a new release dropping next week, another single. So just keep your ears out, and we love everyone. We Yes, we do. We love everybody. We hope you have a great and wonderful holiday. Gobble, gobble. Um, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Take some time out. Tell your family what you're thankful for. I asked my niece and nephews today. We asked them what they were thankful for. And all of them said family. And, you know, so take some time. Do that with your families. Love on each other. You never know when it's going to be the last time you'll see somebody. So take the opportunity to love on them. Um, We wish you all a great night. And thanks for tuning in. Thank you.